0: You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast.
1: Cam, I don't want to do a cold open before the show. Why not? Why not? <laughs> don't,
0: don't do that. Don't do that. Seriously, what what's your issue today? Are you four?
1: Listen, I was going to the store, and I stopped, you know, in, in the little crosswalk to let these people cross the road, and they didn't do a courtesy wave, and it's just thrown off my entire day yeah
0: well you know people suck um if it makes you feel any better i had a weird day too
1: really what (laughs) happened to you
0: a guy came into my shop today and looked at me in the eyes and said he said are you the manager here i said yes sir and he said um i'm looking to make a costume i said okay i mean we we have a lot of materials for that and he he looked me in the eyes and he said do you think i'd look good in a catwoman suit
1: Oh, where the f*** do you work?
0: I don't want to talk about work stuff. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again, the best damn liberty podcast that you've never heard of. Phil and I will be your guides as we peer into the ridiculous reality of our society and our government. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Make Liberty Great Again, Ron Paul's Playhouse. I'm your host, Cam Harless, and joining me today is my co-host, Phil Padilla.
1: My mind and my body are ready. Particularly my body.
0: Oh, I'd rather not hear that.
1: Don't lie. Just let it happen.
0: <laughs> let's, let's just get started.
1: Alright, if you say so. Well, uh, alright, so big news... Like, everyone's reporting about, you know, the Mueller report was finally delivered to the Attorney General.
0: Yeah, I heard about that. I also heard it was a whole bunch of nothing.
1: A nothing burger, as, you know, Van Jones was caught saying on Project Veritas's hidden camera.
0: What in the world is nothing burger? I keep hearing this phrase, and I don't know why people say it.
1: Well, imagine a hamburger, but there's nothing between the buns. So it's a nothing burger. It just—I don't know if this does i don't know it if, don't do know if that's the technical definition, but that's just—that's what I'm going with. So just take it. <laughs> but um, I think I think the bullshit—it's just—I think it's finally over.
0: Yeah. Right. No. No way.
1: I mean, what are you trying to say? Are you, are you insinuating that the left's just not going to give up? I'm
0: saying that the corporate press is the enemy of humanity.
1: Well, would you like to go into detail?
0: Nope. Do not care at all
1: me neither
0: <laughs> that uh that guy on msnbc uh rachel maddow cried though
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's the new great depression <laughs> but uh hey you know another enemy of humanity failed this week
0: that's right that's right the 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 green new deal that we've talked about what two two or three times or at least in passing
1: at least seven times.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean we're on six episodes, so Lou, we're doing good. Um, but no, I mean it died uh, spectacularly in the Senate.
1: Oh my God, it so died, <laughs> and I am. I'm a hundred percent sure that Sandy from the Bronx is pissed.
0: <laughs> well, uh, she might secretly be pissed, but um, she's pretending that she orchestrated the vote.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Uh, So apparently, okay. So, if you actually look at the vote, absolutely no one in the Senate voted in favor of the Green New Deal. Um, So fifty-seven senators voted no; just straight up said no. And by the way, I'm not used to shouting out Democrats, and you know, with same thing with Republicans. Usually, they have some sort of ulterior motive that they're working on that we don't see. But there were three Democrats that said no. Um, right you're actually you're uh, no, uh, All right. I'll, I'll shout these guys out Your um one of your senators uh cinema uh yeah he oh, he I, voted I, against it but the guy I, who won
1: i think cinema's a lady
0: oh is it oh i have no I'm idea i'm pretty
1: sure cinema's a lady we'll go with it we'll go with he it's 2019 who cares he whatever <laughs> real talk i Zer, don't know
0: i don't know about any of these people senator
1: uh, zur voted no
0: but yeah, so but uh Jones in Alabama, Doug Jones, who b- uh, barely beat a pedophile. Um, I don't even think he was really a pedophile. I think that was just a targeted attack. But, you know, whatever. Um He probably he probably is. I, I there's no telling. Um but uh yeah, he voted no and then um Manchin from West Virginia voted no. Um but the rest of the Democrats so all the Republicans, three Democrats Voted no, and the rest of the Democrats voted president instead of voting for the resolution. She had absolutely no backing or even a single yes vote in the Senate. Not even Bernie said yes,
1: so the majority of them vote to or not vote. excuse me, they abstain from voting, and she's somehow plant or excuse me, she's somehow taking credit that she orchestrated that whole event
0: right um according to. Um, Miss Cortez, by the way, she hates being called Miss Cortez. I don't know why these people say things on Twitter, but she had a little rant and she hates being called Miss Cortez. So guess what? Miss Cortez it is.
1: Miss Cortez it is. <laughs> what a weird thing to hate being called. Like, you're, you're not married and your last name's Cortez. Right. Okay? Okay, apparently Whatever. you
0: have to say both names or it doesn't count. Um oh, f- <laughs> But, uh, so apparently, according to her, she told all of, she and some other people told all of these these uh, Democratic senators to vote present instead of voting for it and they just complied I'll actually read the I'll read the tweet. Um, Senator uh, John Barrasso, who I've also never heard of before um, said uh, on Twitter why did Senate Democrats just duck a vote on your green New Deal?" And she responded Ooh. she responded because I encouraged them to vote present along with others. McConnell tried to rush the Green New Deal straight to the floor without a hearing. The real question we should be asking, why does the Senate GOP refuse to hold any major hearings on climate
1: change? (laughs) Because it's stupid. That's why. Hold on. So this guy straight up says, hey, why did the Democrats duck voting on the Green New Deal? And she says, because I told them to, along with others. Who are the others? No one else voted present. Who are the others? No, no idea. (laughs) Who is she talking about?
0: I guess she's, uh, she's. Whatever. She's. Arrogant.
1: She's crazy. Yeah, just totally freaking arrogant. Just wow. Yeah,
0: I mean, I can honestly... I The only thing I can imagine right now is that every representative and senator that's been in office for more than five minutes just hates her guts. Uh, I mean, for coming in and not only trying to change the entire economy in one fell swoop, but like following that up by acting like she controls them all.
1: Yeah, that freshman spunk that spirit she has i mean i know that would piss me off i don't know why but there's just something about her that just really gets on my nerves
0: is it her horse face it's
1: not so much that is the fact that she's like i think she's honestly borderline retarded (laughs) which i feel bad picking at sometimes but then again whatever. one thing
0: i found out the other day because my mom kept tagging me in it was there was a video and i don't remember the name of the group but there was like a democratic think tank that essentially ran auditions to find out who they wanted to run in the House of Representatives, and she won essentially a popularity contest to become the the nominee.
1: So like the Voice?
0: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't I don't know exactly, but yeah, I mean there was like auditions. I
1: wonder if she had to do like a, like a talent, like if she had to like ask some questions under fire, like in the hot seat. And then like put on a little performance, you know what I mean?
0: I have I have no idea.
1: You know the the swimsuit competition. You know how good does she look? <laughs> but yeah, that would be an interesting. I I'd, I'd like to hear more about that. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some Google. I'll try to I'll right try one. to find the video. Maybe your mom's just for you. Maybe your mom's just coming up with some boomer stats. But
0: <laughs> no, she. I actually watched a video where they explained it.
1: Oh, oh, really? Verify. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Hey, we're gonna have to talk about that offline. But, but, um, back back on subject here. My understanding is that good old Mitch McConnell, that
0: turtle person,
1: he uh, he pushed the vote more or less because he wanted to put a target on anybody that would vote for something so
0: stupid. Yeah, no, I, I heard that too, and uh, according to analysts, that's why mo- almost all of them voted present. Um, yeah, he wanted to make it so that it, all of the Democrats who voted for that measure looked like loons to the people that they would need to convince to vote for them in the next election.
1: Yeah, I mean, that seems like a pretty good strategy. I mean, but so, I mean, who do you think won? I feel like you could pretty much call every present vote a yay vote in, in reality.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if this will end up helping... Um, the left or the right more. But as of this moment, the U.S. is just a little bit safer when it comes to the stupid ideas of Miss Cortez. Miss Cortez. Oh, sorry, that's racist.
1: But, uh, so, speaking of stupid ideas, do you know who has a lot of stupid ideas? Hollywood. Hey,
0: did you you watch the Oscars this year? Shut it. (laughs) You know, I'd ask you what these morons were up to now. But I'm I'm actually close to this situation, so let's just let's talk about it.
1: All right. Well, here's the scoop: the Georgia State Senate recently passed a bill that would ban abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected, and it's now heading towards the House.
0: What's do you do you smell that? Do you smell that, Phil? Is, what is that? I, I I think that I think that
1: I think that smell is uh, is it extortion? I think. I think you're right. I think Alyssa Milano and, and you know, some other Holly weirdos, you know, being the pillars of morality that they are, you know, they quickly fired back by having, you know, um, their little Writers Guild of America essentially issue an ultimatum to the governor, which is kill the bill or production crews, TV shows, etc., may choose to leave the state entirely. What's hilarious, I mean, these bullying tactics used by the left, they just, I mean, they never cease to amaze me. The party of tolerance and understanding, they, they'll just bully anybody into submission who's not willing to just roll over and take it from them. But um, anyway, I'm interested to hear, you know, as someone who hides from the government somewhere in the state of Georgia, you know, I, I'm curious well, yeah. I mean, without to hear your two cents. getting
0: too much into it, um, let's just say that the people who make movies in Georgia um i see them you know they they regularly use products that i sell in their movies um every now and then someone who works at marvel uh will actually it's kind of cool will tell me if i'm on the right track when it comes to uh speculating about endgame or whatever new movies coming down the pipeline
1: well that (laughs) i mean that sounds kind of awesome but um do you think if they stop shooting, that would affect your store and, like, your overall, you know, the bottom line of your store and, you know, the ability to feed your 27 kids? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could. Um, but quickly, um, ask me how much I care.
1: No, just tell us. Uh,
0: thank you for asking. I don't care at all. I, I mean, I can't imagine living <laughs> in a mindset where you see a law that literally says that babies whose hearts are beating should be protected, and your first thought is to try and, I don't know, destroy the livelihoods of people you don't know in a state that you don't live in.
1: But, I mean, in, in all honesty, in the 2019 Democratic, you know, party, these progressives, do we really expect anything different?
0: No. No, I don't. Um, these people have... <sighs> they sat on their asses while the last president created terrorist after terrorist by killing a bunch of children... But the second that someone says that boys' bathrooms are for boys and girls' bathrooms are for girls, or that perhaps the most vulnerable of us deserve to be protected, that virtue signal gets switched on and they go for blood. I mean, they they try to take out the ability of fathers and mothers everywhere, or anywhere that they they decide they disagree with those fathers and mothers. They they, they try to take out their ability to feed their family. Well, I
1: mean, that seems like the status quo, Bros of Stalin you know, we have to, speaking from their perspective, we have to destroy right. anybody who doesn't fall in line. And, you know, at, at, if, at, at this point, you know, after seeing what we've seen for the last two years, after everything that they've done, said, continue to do, you know, if they're not propping up death and destruction, I just, I wouldn't know what party we're talking about at this point in time.
0: I'm just glad that we have an intellectual and moral giant like... Who's the boss's own Alyssa Milano to save us poor Southerners from ourselves?
1: Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger really made a mistake by saving her in commando. But, you know, I'm just, you know, honestly, hopefully, you know, the state, you know, Georgia grows a pair and just stands their ground. It would be nice just for once for these elites to just get a black eye and just get put in their place. And for someone to just finally say, no, we won't comply with your stupid ideas, but just. That's all I want is just put them in their place. Just one time. That's all I'm asking
0: for. Right. Uh, speaking of someone trying to put someone in their place, um, Rockland County, New York, uh, recently declared a state of emergency over a measles outbreak. That's right. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you watched the Brady Bunch much much as a kid, but uh, they had an episode where they had measles and played it up for laughs. So, uh... Uh, but yeah, the state of emergency goes as far as uh, barring unvaccinated minors from public spaces.
1: Jeez, you know, New York sure loves its statism. You know, and, and, you know. Let's just think about it. How how are they going to enforce this craziness? I mean, maybe it would be. Maybe the state can just cut pretense just this one time and just let's just sew a giant U onto their clothing so that we can easily identify these unvaccinated, you know, degenerates. I mean, at
0: least give them the free tattoos, too. I don't know how they'll actually be able to enforce this Um, regardless. It's now in effect that anyone under 18 who isn't vaccinated against the measles is banned from public places. Uh, It's supposed to last until the declaration expires in 30 days um, or until these people comply and get vaccinated. Um, And also... Uh, from what I've from what I've read there are no religious exemptions.
1: Well that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I perused a couple articles and I guess, you know, officials, you know, had to come out and say that, you know, cops aren't gonna be roaming the streets, you know, asking papers papers please. You know, but if someone is caught, you know, in public unvaccinated, their case is gonna go all the way up to the DA's office of all places. But, you know, my opinion, my perspective This seems like a big state-sanctioned scare tactic. And the reason is just a push for vaccine compliance. I mean, I've looked up some statistics, and there's about roughly 150 cases of measles in that county, and the population's almost 330,000 people. So we're talking about a fraction of 1%. So please explain to me how this is a state of emergency when we're talking about something that affects less you know a fraction of one percent of the population
0: there's always money in the banana stand um (laughs) you know i also think that this may be some sort of political stunt to push the feds further towards federally mandating vaccines instead of letting parents and doctors make choices for their kids um i mean like you know someone makes money off of vaccines who's pushing it where's the money i haven't dug too deeply but you know, when stuff like this happens, it doesn't exactly add up.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's that always there's that old phrase that always says, you know, follow the money. But you know, you know, va- vaccines. I'll give it to them. It's a contentious issue, but can we all just see this for what it is? I mean, it, it, this is a blatant power grab by the government to force compliance with their vaccine agenda. That's it. That's it. I mean. What else What else could you possibly sum it up as Is, oh, you want you wanted to travel you know in public? Okay, get vaccinated. No big deal. I mean, they went as far away or excuse me, they went as far as taking away people's freedom of travel, you know So honestly, what's next?
0: To be fair
1: to be fair to be fair.
0: <laughs> it's only a matter of time before they go for the throat federally. Uh, there's there's too much money in vaccines for senators and representatives to not have someone trying to line their pockets. I mean, let's just hope that people aren't as willing to give their bodies away to the state as they are in Europe.
1: True. I guess, you know, only time will tell. But, you know, we'll find out. We'll see what happens, buddy. But uh, moving on, you know, we, we covered this in a previous episode. And I, I figured we'd give some final thoughts on the topic.
0: Which, uh, which topic did you have in mind?
1: Well... You've most likely heard that Jesse Smollett recently had all 16 felony charges dropped relating to his hoax hate crime. Say what? I know you heard what I said.
0: <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of this recent development. But uh, are you aware that he may still face federal charges and civil lawsuits?
1: Duh. We read the same article, dude.
0: <laughs> well, then why don't you get... <laughs> just get to the point already, Ted.
1: All right. Well, according to the article link in the show notes. This feller named Andrew Weisberg, a former prosecutor turned defense attorney, said this case stinks. It stinks, I tell ya.
0: Easy there, Nick Cage. We just need the facts.
1: Mm, Alright, buddy Buzzkill, if you if that's how you want to play it, then fine. He didn't say it stinks, but um, what he did say is the case is unusual. And one reason he cited is that Jesse, or Jussie, whatever this <laughs> weirdo's name is
0: i can't get over that name
1: jesse jesse i keep saying jesse whatever jesse whatever he was indicted on march 8th and the charges were dropped on march 26th that seemed that seems pretty quick it does seem quick so perhaps there's something to the old for, you know fame and fortune you know helps you out legally so maybe that played a little bit of a role here
0: or white privilege
1: obviously i mean that goes without saying but <laughs> anywho so, I, I did a little reading, and there's, a, you know, one of the federal charges he may face is mail fraud of all things. Now, so, so, so <laughs> check this out the the FBI is investigating if he sent himself hate mail with a white powder before the fake attack. If convicted, he could face up to ten years in prison. Now. You know, moving on a little bit past that, Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, he's thinking, I mean, this guy's so mad over this, he's thinking about suing Smollett in an attempt to recoup some of the wasted tax dollars that they spent investigating these shenanigans.
0: I mean, that's that's not a bad course of action. I mean, not dropping the charges, obviously, but pursuing action civilly to kind of recoup some of that money. Um, I don't think jail is the correct answer because this is just a, I mean, it's essentially a, a victimless crime. Um, but the taxpayers that paid the city and the pigs to investigate this deserve some sort of restitution. I mean, I mean, throw a, throw a felony next to his name at least, I mean, at least charge him with one.
1: Right. I think we can agree on that. The only victim here is, I mean, if you want to call them a victim is the state because they had to waste time and manpower on the investigation. Sure. Sure. But let's, let, let's,
0: that's more the, I mean, it's the, it's the civilians that are Really, for that, really,
1: though. yeah, they're the ones being extorted to pay for all this crap, but at least stick them with, you know, falsifying a police report, making false statements, something of that nature, but, you know, we can certainly agree it's more or less a victimist crime, let, let them seek some sort of restitution to, you know, get this all out, there's no jail time, I mean, he's not, it's not, a, it's not like he went out there and stabbed somebody, but... You know, you know we'll have to just keep an eye open on any other lawsuits that may pop up or other investigations, things of that nature. So we'll have to keep our eyes peeled.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean the one good thing is he's, they're, they're gonna make him pay, his, uh, hundred thousand dollar, was it the bail, I don't know. He he put in a hundred thousand dollars and they're they're keeping that, so that's something.
1: Yeah. Well, now Daddy's gonna take some time to take the driver's seat for a second, because I want to point out something. I find to be especially heinous. I'm going to read a recent Trump tweet. I'm going to give some context. I'm going to give my opinion if it pleases the court. I'll allow it. Thank you, Judge Cam. So I'm going to read a recent tweet (laughs) by Donald J. Trump himself. In honor of his past service to our country, Navy SEAL hashtag Eddie Gallagher will soon be moved to less restricted confinement while he awaits his day in court. Process should move quickly. That came today, March 30th.
0: I'm a little. I'm already a little frustrated.
1: I know you and I both are. But for those who are listening that are unaware, Eddie Gallagher is a SEAL who is currently awaiting, tri- uh, excuse me, awaiting trial for charges of war crimes, okay, and premeditated mother <laughs> murder. It's alleged in the reports that I've read that he purposely targeted civilians by shooting them with a
0: sniper rifle.
1: With a <laughs> sniper rifle, yeah, okay. Let me just—and he, like— An old lady. It said an old lady. He shot to wound. Yeah, there was an elderly lady, and I don't remember the other demographic of the person, but there were civilians that he just shot, allegedly, whatever. And then there was this ISIS fighter that he's, again, alleged to have stabbed to death. And this is after the ISIS fighter was wounded in battle and that there was, you know, corpsmen or medics or whoever was on the scene at that time giving care, stabilizing the fighter.
0: Yeah, apparently, um, let me just say, according to what I read, um, sure. he was actually one of the the people who was helping stabilize this guy at first.
1: Yeah, I think I read similar reports. And, you know, where where it starts to take a, a weird turn from there, because you can be like, all right, you were in a gunfight with this guy, and, you know, you shot him, you went and patched him up, okay, whatever, that's kind of cool, whatever, I can get that. But where it takes a weird turn towards, you know, the the dark here, in the macabre, is there are alleged pictures that were sent via text message of Gallagher holding the, the guy up after he allegedly stabbed him. In the neck. So holding him up by stabbed his hair. Stabbed in the neck. Yeah, stabbing him in the neck and then in the body. So but holding him up by the hair of his head and then having his hand his knife in one other hand and that's how he's posing for a picture. And I believe I believe the kid was a teenager I want to say maybe 15 or he 16.
0: Was, he was 15 years old.
1: Right. So now now we we gave the context we gave the tweet now just for a little bit of a feedback. Am, am I the only person here who thinks it's absolutely f- insane to tweet a shout out to this dude? Like this guy's I'm about to go on trial for potential war crimes and premeditated murder? Let's, let okay, let's just play this out to its conclusion. Let's say he's found guilty. This means that Trump just said we have to honor his record of murder and war crimes. There's there's. Uh, is that not crazy or is it just me? If you can't lose your heroism when you
0: find a wounded soldier and stab him in the throat and then take pictures with his head, I, I think there's a problem here. I mean, look, and I mean that the tweet said um, he'll be moved to less restrictive confi- confinement. This dude stabbed a kid in the neck. Right. He he stabbed a kid in the neck. Why does he need less
1: restrictive confinement? I just come on. And why do we need to honor his his? Why do we need to honor his service? I mean, from the articles that I've read, after this alleged incident took place, he held a reenlistment ceremony. So he was like yeah let's kill this kid hey check it out i'm gonna hold him up picture smile oh that's going on insta i like that and then hey let me just reenlist and let's have a party real quick like okay you you like what are you a psycho are you serious he texted the picture to someone yeah um i don't remember because they, they they
0: took they took all the names out of it but he texted the picture to someone and the response from the guy was hey be careful about sending pictures
1: let's just give some other context here if I was you know when I was stationed in Yuma or Japan if I was patrolling around the mean streets of the base and I just all of a sudden arbitrarily shot somebody I'm going to jail for life there's no I'm not getting any tweets about how awesome I am or how funny I was or you know my little antics that got everybody you know to kind of laugh when things were shitty I'm not getting any tweets you know, why is this guy getting special tweets from the president? Is it because he's, you know, a Navy SEAL? Or, you know, what do we... What does that say about us as a country or p- politicians in general that we're so beholden to this, you know, cult of personality that the military has that we have to honor people who are sadistic killers?
0: Yeah, and one of the things that... Because, um, I, I you know, I've been libertarian and non-interventionist for, like, just years. I mean, it's... A, at this point, probably a decade or so, maybe more. I'm not really sure. I can't tell you the timeline. That sounds about right. Um, about a decade, I'll say. Um, but one of the one of the things that um, really kind of changed the way I... I'm not saying that every person who enters the military is an evil person by any stretch of the imagination. I know some good ones. But one of the things that really showed me the darkness... That's in the military and some of the training they have is. I knew a kid, who, and you're gonna you're gonna say it's because it's the army, but uh, <laughs> I knew a kid who was a it was a pretty good kid, and I knew him for years. And he goes into the army, and like the first time I see him after he gets out of, um, his uh, boot camp or whatever, um, he's he's like I got this new knife. I can't wait to shove it in some random towel heads, brain. I was like ew, what. Just anyone it doesn't matter who it is as long as they're arab, like what do you... and then what really threw me and I don't know if I've told you this story before Phil, but this really this made me end my friendship with him um he said that he was enlisted, and I'm sure you know something about this
1: maybe so a little bit
0: um he he said he was in enl- uh, not enlisted he was deployed to i want to say Afghanistan, and he would drive one of the humvees. And apparently when you're driving one of the Humvees, one of the rules when you're there is that you can't just stop or slow down. Because, you know, someone might throw an IED or something like that, right? I don't know the real rules. I wasn't in the military. But he he tells me this, and he was like, and you know, God, I have the funniest story for you. I was like, okay. And he goes, uh, so yeah, we weren't supposed to stop or slow down. Um, (laughs) And one time, this kid ran across the road, and I hit him with my Humvee laughing. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Aside from mental illness, is there anything you can, you can tell me that makes me feel any better about how they train people in the military?
1: I was, you know, I was never deployed or put in those particular situations, but, you know, you go through training and you go through workups and you go through, you know, certain scenarios and, you know, you're, you're very much taught. I mean, there's a certain level of uh, desensitization. there I get you there's desensitization, yeah, you become desensitized to it to a certain extent because you're taught us versus them, we're the good guys, they're the bad guys, we're human, they're not human, you know we have all this on our side, we have this righteous cause, they're they're bad people who, you know, they're such cowards, they don't even put a uniform on and, and fight you in the field. They hide among the crowds and they plant bombs in the road and they blow people up. They use civilians as bombs, you know, which is, you know, there's some truth to that, sure. But I'm sure there is. But, you know, I think there's just a greater thing, you know, that just takes over. You know, it's just tribalism. It's us versus them. You know, we're the good guys, they're the bad guys. We're human. They're inhuman because we have a righteous cause. They don't. So that strips away their humanity. So what we do doesn't necessarily matter because they deserve it. And, you know, there's a couple of great things out there that you could watch. Like um, there's a show called Generation Kill on HBO you could watch. Or you could read the book. The book's much better than the TV show, I, I have to admit. Um, the book's great. It's about the initial invasion of Iraq with a marine recon it's absolutely just the insight that the rolling Stone reporter got who was embedded with them was fantastic there's you know a controversial documentary that's going on right now about marines that were deployed and you know talking about like their their inhumanity their drug abuse um things that they would do of that nature there's a lot of in, there's a lot of stuff out there that you can get that's kind of you know of an inside you know scoop onto what really goes on that you know gives a good perspective that kind of, you know, maybe open your eyes to, you know, what really is going on.
0: Right. I think, I think what it really taught me in that moment and with a couple of other moments with people who joined the military and didn't get better, like everyone said they would, um, is that they, the, the U S government tried and succeeded in attempting to, um, Strip the humanity of the enemy, and when they did that, with so many men that I've met, and some of them have turned around and they're great now, and they see where they where they were and where they were wrong, but in that by doing that, they they strip the humanity of the men themselves. That that makes me really sad.
1: There's that old saying, you know, that's you know to. What is it? To fight a monster, you have to become a monster. To defeat a monster, you have to become a monster. Something like that. You know, I think that's what happens in a lot of cases. You know, speaking anecdotally, you know, a lot of people that I know personally, you know, have, you know, had conflicts, you know, of that, of not only the, the mind, but of the soul. You know, it weighs on them now, years after. And, you know, they're filled with regret.
0: Man is just not not designed to kill man
1: maliciously absolutely not i mean you know there's a difference between some dude breaking into your house looking to steal your tv to sell it for drugs and and you know he pulls a knife or a gun on you and you shoot him in self defense
0: yeah or if someone if some if some piece of crap decides to touch your kids i mean right. that's a that i feel like i mean th- that's the that's different
1: there's a difference between that and being dropped in someone's village and just bombing it telling you to shoot them or shooting them because they looked weird or you thought maybe they were grabbing a gun or they had something to do with some terrorist activity in the area and you just waste them or you just bomb the entire village like there's there's a difference and, and you know one has to weigh he- more heavily than the other on somebody you know like like you know you see all these studies and the articles that come out about those you know the drone pilots that you know have all this PTSD and don't sleep and have all these problems because they're just flying around these drones and blowing up villages and killing civilians. And it's just like, well, I mean, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, what else do you expect to happen when you're just going around murdering people indiscriminately?
0: It's like playing a video game and knowing that every person you shoot actually dies.
1: Right. It's like Call of Duty, but for real.
0: Our brains are just not set up to do that, man. Yeah, but... um, But yeah, okay, so let's get away from that because... <laughs> We went to the deep darkness again. Um, darkness. <laughs> and like I said, I, I'm i not trying to demean anyone who uh, joined the military because, you know, they wanted to be... A, they've been told their whole lives that they're there to protect freedom or that they're there, um, you know, to be a hero. Um, I think they were lied to and sold a bill, a bill yeah. of goods, but... I don't think that they're necessarily. Yeah, I mean,
1: you can't you can't lump everybody in. Generalizations are easy to 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 make, but you know, when we consider that, because I wouldn't put you into that. Well, let's also let's just take it aside from me. You know, who was one of Ron Paul's largest support bases? The military. So there's... there's a, Not to mention that he joined the Air Force. He was in the exactly. Air Force. Exactly. There's, there's a lot to be said for the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of guys and gals right now who are like, yeah, don't send me over there. F*** that. That doesn't make sense. Why? That has nothing to do with defending our country. There are a lot of people there right now. Are, I mean, so, it, like I said, it's easy to make generalizations, but... You know, it, it, I think it, it's more fair to, as these cases pop up, to call them out as we see them. Like this guy, from all intents and purposes, it seems like he's just a sadistic killer.
0: Just like that guy I knew.
1: Yeah. So just call a spade a spade. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, it's probably a duck. That's that doesn't necessarily apply to everybody, I, and I think it's yeah. fair to make that distinction.
0: I, you know, I agree. Um, but it's 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 that time. It's that time, It's buddy. time to uh, get, us, get us out of that, that, that uh, darkness for a second. And, uh, you know, so um, we actually asked our, our loyal listeners in our secret Facebook group to send over some questions um, that they'd like us to answer this episode.
1: You know, you know we did, and we, we sure did get a lot of responses.
0: And they sucked. Um, so we threw those out, and um, I've written some questions <laughs> for you, Phil, and uh, I trust that you've done the same for me.
1: Oh, that's Texas Size ten four, buddy. I got some questions.
0: <laughs> all right, let's 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 get started, and it let, let's you know, let's go back and forth. Um, so I'll start. All right, you go first, buddy. What is your favorite thing about me?
1: Oh, <laughs> you son of a! <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty, I think it's your ability to make me crack up laughing more than probably most <laughs> people that I can that I can name. You 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 crack me up, and you always make me laugh, and that's hey, that's definitely that's... something I appreciate.
0: That's a high compliment for me because, you know, that's like how I was, I don't don't know how it happened because my parents, I mean, my mom can be kind of funny, but like, we're not, we're not like people who care about comedy or like Mm -hmm. they weren't, but it's like me and my brother was like comedy our whole lives.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm always trying to make people laugh because I'm just usually in a bad mood and I just feel like jokes are, you know, kind of break up situations right and i'm
0: chunky and i had to find a girl
1: (laughs) yeah so you need a personality but i started laughing so hard when you asked me this question because my question to you is literally a question that i i typed up wanting to ask you is what's your favorite thing about me
0: (laughs) (laughs) honestly I swear to God, that's
1: that's. I typed out five questions, and question five is, "What's your favorite thing about me?"
0: Um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny because like we've been friends for what three or four years now, and you know I've always liked your sense of humor and your just ability to like go with me when I when I start going into like a tear and like screwing with people or making jokes or whatever, you just go with it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but honestly, like. After starting this podcast thing, like your you know your dedication to it has been so good for me because i I'm an idea guy, and if I don't have someone who's working towards the same goal, I don't get anything done so that's that's been huge and i I hugely appreciate that
1: well, that's a way better answer than mine you you <laughs> that makes you so. Sound... <laughs> <laughs> that makes you sound like a way better person. Uh, no, I'm not. Mine was like, "Oh, I like how you make me laugh." Her, 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 <laughs> and then here you are with this with this groundbreaking movement. We just move forward on so many emotional levels. Whatever. All right. My, Your question. My next question.
0: My next, next question. question. Is, um, if you woke up as me, what would be the first thing that you <laughs> would do?
1: Oh man, that's my oh.
0: questions are very self centered. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Clearly, if I woke up as you, what was the first thing that I would do? Yes, sir. I'd probably literally say, Where did all these kids come from? <laughs> that's, 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 that's,
0: that's, yeah. I mean, most people would.
1: <laughs> all right. My question. Ready? Mm hmm. What does your beard smell like?
0: <laughs> Used to, it always smelled like pine. Um,.
1: Ooh, that was my that was my jam.
0: Um, I haven't. I'll I'll still use that oil every now and then, but honestly, I turned thirty and suddenly I have dry skin under my beard. So <laughs> most of the time, it just smells like face.
1: <laughs> it just smells like psoriasis. <laughs> it just
0: it just you know whatever I smell like that's what it smells like. <laughs> but uh, after I get some Grandpa's pine tar soap again and some more uh, beard oil, it's gonna go back to pine.
1: That sounds like a great product. Grandpa's Pine Tart Soap. It's
0: incredible because it smells like a dang um, campfire. Like you shower and it smells like a campfire. It's I ooh, I love it. All right, so uh, my follow-up question, real talk. Um, nice. Are you really je- jealous of my beard?
1: <laughs> I prefer not to answer this on air. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Do you not see this on the webcam? Do you not see how orange and patchy this is? Do you not think I'm humiliated every day I look in the mirror and I see this? Uh, (laughs) Alright, my turn. Alright. Alright, we're going to get serious. We're going to get serious, alright? Buckle up, partner. It's about to get bumpy. Why are none of your freaking kids named after me?
0: For the same reason that they're not named after Ron Paul or William Wallace. I just didn't like the name that much. <laughs> I like the people better than I like their names. Oh.
1: Sh- <laughs> you know, I mean, all right, I can't blame you. Much. My I don't name think sucks. your name is
0: bad. It's just like, you know, like 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 I said, like there are people that I love.
1: It, no, you know how I know it's bad? People, okay, so okay, someone says Phil, they immediately think of Dr. Phil. That's my life. <laughs> Oh, Phil, like Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I never existed prior to his medical career. Yeah, whatever. I mean fake, I think isn't it Thank fake
0: you. medical career or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, his Oprah Winfrey career, whatever. Your All right,
0: turn. you ready Go. for another self-centered question? Of course. Uh, what is the best joke that I've ever told or best uh comment?
1: The one that really had me rolling more than I think anything you've ever said is from that first podcast episode where you said we were finally getting them back for (laughs) 9-11 when we were were talking about the hoaxes and the guy was like i'll set you on fire
0: (laughs) and what's funny is i i I wrote i I wrote that joke I, i i i thought about that in advance and i wrote it down and i was like i deleted it and i remember (laughs) <laughs> you, I don't know if you texted me or what but you were like put it back put it back
1: yeah I did I did I, I literally texted you and I said put it back do you know how I know this is a great joke is because I, I told it to my wife and she looked at me like I was sick <laughs> like that's how I know it's a great joke and she literally she literally said to me what's funny about that <laughs> I said <laughs> I had tears in my face and I said everything <laughs> all right uh, next question next question to you all right what are your thoughts on people who put ice cubes in their milk
0: my son does this which one ezra my oldest and i'm pretty sure
1: your oldest okay so he's like four yeah.
0: and so i'm pretty sure um right. that means so he doesn't know any better that he is probably a sociopath um or something. He might yeah. kill some yeah, some most, animals most in the likely. future. I'm not really sure. But it's not a good sign. It's yeah. like the people who get their French fries. It's not your fault. And then they, they put the ketchup onto the fries instead of on the side to dip them.
1: Yeah. You don't Oh well, I do that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, hey, move on. Move on. Next question. Ask me. Hurry, All right. Here's hurry. The, here's, here's my, my, my,
0: my my forget this ever happened. Alright, here's my final question. Um Am I your best hey. friend yet? If not, what do I have to do?
1: <laughs> you might you might be number 2 at this moment, <laughs> and that's just solely because we've we haven't been in person and you haven't bought me a drink. That's that's how low my bar is. We got to hang out and you just buy me a drink and we'll be good.
0: But yeah, so that's my last question. You got anything? Another one?
1: I do. I have one more question.
0: All right. Go for it.
1: If you could kiss Ron Paul, would you kiss him on the lips or on the cheek? Be honest. Don't f*** with me. Don't f*** with me. Be honest.
0: If I could or if I had to.
1: (laughs) No. No. This is not an obligation. This is simply like you have the opportunity. It presents itself. What do you do?
0: Well, I mean, obviously on the cheek, but like, I'm I'm well, I'm not one to right. kiss dudes.
1: Well, do you love liberty or do you hate it? <laughs> do you wanna Do you wanna thank him for all that he's done? I mean, a proper smooch right on the lips really really seals that. Did
0: you ever see that um the clip from Bruno where um, Sasha Baron Cohen was in the hotel doing a an interview with Ron Paul?
1: I'll be honest with you, partner. I stopped watching Bruno four minutes in. I didn't watch the movie. It freaked me out, and I had to stop.
0: I didn't watch the movie. I just saw this clip, and dude, like, started taking off his pants and stuff and dancing around Ron Paul and trying to come on to him, and Ron Paul was like, he was not having it. And it was one of those things where, like, Ron Paul is. It was funny, but I I felt so bad for him in that moment, because he's like, he walks out of the room, and he's like, this guy's trying to do, trying to do queer stuff to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that poor guy, he's probably like, what is going on here? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that dude's a freak. Sasha Baron, that dude, that dude's got so many problems. (laughs) I can only imagine.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: All right, folks. You know, thanks for having, you know, I won't say a bit, I'll say a lot of fun with us today and joining us on, you know, our adventure into the madness of our world. Right.
0: You can uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. Just type in this is MLGA. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, type this is MLGA again and throw at gmail.com on it until we get our new spiffy emails
1: you know hit us up subscribe make sure to rate us and leave us a review on itunes you know it it helps us grow and guarantees new episodes we're really making a big push to try to get on that new and uh noteworthy section of itunes so help us out
0: Uh, we'd also like to shout out ryan burgett kim shang and thaddeus presson from the new mlga original show thank you for your servers
1: that's right our good friends have started a brand new show the second original show created from the MLGA Network.
0: I hope you like nerdy stuff.
1: Definitely. And as we mentioned in the interview with Ryan, their show will cover technology and technology news from a libertarian perspective.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear the finished product. Um, I was able to sit in as they recorded their first episode. And uh, since I was interested in the vast majority of it, I think that's a good sign since I'm not... I've never listened to Twit or what other, whatever other internet tech shows there were. I, I just know you guys are going to love it.
1: Definitely. And uh, that should be dropping by Wednesday, so just keep an eye out for that. Search you know, for Thank You for Your Servers, wherever you listen to our, uh, your podcasts at.
0: Uh, yeah, and don't forget to check out the MLGA Network. We are a small and scrappy group of libertarians that share all of the best liberty podcasts on MLGANetwork.com. Make sure to check that out. And uh, besides, thank you for your servers, we're going to have even more original shows coming your way very soon.
1: All right. As always, guys and gals, you know, we're happy to be here and we're happy you're with us. Stay sane.